Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm so excited today because I have a special guest. Her name is Jo Witten. She is the mom to a preteen and the stepmom to teenagers, a parent coach, and the founder of the UK-based Invisible Thread. Welcome, Jo. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for that introduction. So pleased to be here. And I, I will add something to that, Anne, if I can. Absolutely. So as well as being a parent coach here in England, in Devon, and meeting with parents face to face, I'm also a partner coach with Great Parenting Simplified, which is an international not-for-profit organization supporting parents. Amazing. All right. So I have a question for you. I know we've talked about this before off air, but what what do you think is bullying? That's something that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah epidemic that we we're experiencing right Mm. and and what is it let's start there the what and the whys um you know I we use the word bullying and I and I use that interchangeably with hyper controlling all right as a as a behavior in general so I I actually think hyper controlling behaviors bullying behaviors they're a pattern of different types of behaviors that you might see in your child. You know, in the home that might appear as bossiness, you know, being very bossy with their siblings, uh, trying to control uh, their parents. And then at school, you might actually see that not only with other children, them, them putting, um, be, trying to control that their, their peers around them at school, but even their teachers. Uh, and and it, in when I talk about control, like I I mean things like um, social exclusion, trying to exclude others, um, trying to take control of the way play might go, depending on their age. You know, in it, it can be teasing behaviors, rudeness, insults, and of course, it can lead to physical harm. And then is it, in your opinion, is that a repeated behavior? Because that's one of the things that I think maybe confuses parents, because maybe there was a one-time thing that happened and then they 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 term it as, a, as bullying. But in yeah, your mind, yeah. is it repeated? Yeah. We're talking about repeated longer-term patterns of behavior. Uh, obviously, if you're seeing this type of behavior for the first time, it's a, a 
it should be seen as a, as a warning sign and as an alarm bell that perhaps something's not right. And we'll come on to that. But but yeah, in general, it's it's about that pattern. Okay, and why why do you think that children behave this way? Do you have like a is there a theory behind like there is. I mean, in, in child developmental psychology, there's theories that are rooted in in this. In this being that this is a behavior that is or these behaviors are kind of giving you a picture that your child is overwhelmed and anxious. And there, there's many different reasons why they might be like that. Okay, we'll, I think we'll that's come on to that. But yeah, I think that's so good to know that because we see the outside, right? Yeah. Behavior, but we 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 don't try to figure out what's the inside. You know what's going on with the child inside. So I think that's mm -hmm. super super helpful to know that they're feeling overwhelmed or anxious. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I mean, I'll give I'll give parents credit here as well. I mean, obviously, my clients absolutely are seeking support because they want to identify why these behaviours are happening. But yes. certainly in the school environment, it's not always looked at that the you know the iceberg model, right? It's not always looked yes. at underneath there. Absolutely. Okay, so how do we help our children with hyper controlling behaviour? How do we? Um, I've got so many things I could say, and I'll. What? I think I'd, I'd like to start with slow. It's just asking parents if they're in this situation to slow down in their response to this, and try to remove the urgency that can lead them to get angry, want to fix straight away, want to punish but to just slow the response down, find a way for them to keep themselves calm, their nervous systems calm, because to approach this, they need to be able to approach their child from a calm place. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to mention that as a starter. Yeah, because if the parent is anxious themselves or if they uh, react um, with anger or with punishment, it makes it worse, right? We're we're well, we're, if we, we're yeah. feeding that dysregulation. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. Like we said, that we've got a picture of overwhelm and anxiety. So if we bring anger and shame and punishment into the mix, what are we going to do? We're going to increase that. Mm -hmm. So then we just carry on on this in this cycle, and the child and it's not helping the child. And you're not seeing a change. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So the fir first thing is us as parents, we have to just calm ourselves down, make sure that we, we are uh, responding and not reacting. And we are not being punitive. We're not being shaming, punitive, um, aggressive, uh, showing anger. We're going to be like uh, very Zen-like, right? Very, very calm. <laughs> peaceful well we're gonna try we're gonna try yeah. and, and, and you know if we're struggling to get to that in our lives then that's because there's genuine reasons why our our cups are too full so yeah. reaching out for support from someone like yourself someone like me yeah you know getting the school involved all, all of those things are going to help 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, first step is slow everything down. Uh, remove your the the anger, the punishment, all that. Be calm. Okay. And then what? Then what? How do we respond to our child once we are calm? So something that I think is really important is that as a parent, we kind of try and separate the behavior from our child, the, the, se the separate things. And we try and remember when we're speaking to them about this, we try and remember their goodness and remind them of their goodness and their innocence. I love In that. Yeah, I love you, that. you know what I mean? It totally speaks to me because I think we forget, like we, we, we focus so much on the behavior and we forget this is our child when we love our child. Right. So yeah, I think and their intention, their intention is not to be mean. Their intention is not to be <clears throat> angry and, and hurtful. That's not their intention. They're not acting from a place of choice. Yes. And I think giving them the message that, you know, that, and reminding them of when they acted differently and they acted in a kind way. Look, yes. there'll be lots of examples. You'll be able to find them. Yes. This is just one aspect of behavior that's happening. And I, I think it's so important that we, we recognize that how we respond to our children is, is creating an internal dialogue about themselves. So we have to be really mindful of how we're responding. So if we're responding like with the shame, with the punishment, then they're internalizing that they're bad, right? But if we're responding, like you said, reminding them, you know, you're good. No, you've made good choices before. No, you know, you've been calm before. You handled this situation calmly. And we show them that they have the ability inside of them to, to handle this, or that they're not bad, you know? I think that's so, so important. Yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. you can even go further and give examples of how you don't always make the best choices if you're feeling pushed or you're struggling with something, you know, it's part of being human. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and that we don't have to be perfect. No, we, we're not looking we, for perfection. Yeah, because we sometimes we lose our cool too. Mm -hmm. Um, and our kids need to know that this, like you said, this is part of being a human being. And we mm -hmm. can be forgiving and loving of each other still when we're acting mm -hmm. our worst. Yeah. Right? At the, at the same time as acknowledging that this isn't behavior that we want them. To, to to do to take part in and that yes. we know that they don't feel good doing it yes and we want yes. to help them yeah we know that it's because they're struggling that they've that they've fallen into this situation and we're here yes. to help them because we know it can't feel good okay so i i love all of the 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 work with the parent part about just like um being calm uh, remembering that our these are our children and the behavior is separate from them and our love for, for them. I love that. So then how do we respond? How do we respond to our child who is having a temperature tantrum or bullying their sibling, um, having these hyper-controlling behaviors? Mm. I mean, for the most part, Anne, I'm going to keep coming back to the parents. Okay. Because that's where our work and is. Okay. That's where our work is. 
Um, but there's things that the school can do and there's things that the child can do for sure. But the first thing I'd say is I go back to what I talked about. This child is experiencing a spillage in terms of their cup being full. They're experiencing a, a spillage. And I like that analogy because it means that there's something you can do about it. So they're overwhelmed. They're they're worried. You know, we call it anxiety, worry, what have you. Those things are weighing on them and causing them to behave in this way. So we look at that. What we do is we we work with the family to look at that cup. Mm. Perhaps we put a little tap on the bottom of it and we look at what we can do to let out some of that water. Okay. And slowly drain it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, go ahead. And I have to say that this does involve a bit of a analysis of home life, of base camp, okay. of what of what might be going, what what might be tipping them over. Okay. And that so like could I be different for every child, but it it's likely to be a mix of too much going into that cup and that could be too much stimulation too much screen time too much um information that's overwhelming them or age inappropriate stuff to do with what's going on in the world for example or through movies that they're watching or it could be that there's too much activity and too many transitions, perhaps too many school after school clubs, play dates, not enough time at home being with the parents. Yes. Um, oh, the list the list goes on as to what could be what could be filling the cup. And I would work with a family to slowly look at those things. Okay. Because I'm talking about a cumulative load of stress um I've got some notes here and I just want to go back to it a minute so we as parents we have to be aware right this is the awareness part of figure, figuring out why are the why the why our child is behaving uh this way to say the hyper controlling yeah. behavior yeah. right and so it's looking I mean at it everything. can be as simple as their the, the pace of their life it can be too much you know those examples I just gave but of course it could be more than that there may have been a traumatic event yes. there may be a number of things adverse childhood events we call them that are going on for them their parents may be struggling they're struggling they may be divorced separation they may have lost a loved one they may have lost a pet they may suddenly have to live in two different houses and have forced separation from the parent that they feel so attached to. Like, do you see what I mean? Like this, yes. it's different for every family. And that's why looking at the cup with the family really helps. Yes. And would you say like children behave this way also because they don't feel that they have control? Like in yes. their lives, yeah. Because if you're over, if you're an over controlling parent, or um, you don't get you don't get input from your child about things. This is what I've experienced as a school counselor. 
when children don't get input on big decisions in their lives, um, then they that comes out in their behavior. Yeah, because they may not be able to name it as that themselves. They may not have that self-awareness that, mm-hmm. oh, oh, hang on a minute, I don't get any control in all of this. Yes, because a lot of times our parents make decisions, but they don't get input from their child. And like part of my counseling role is I, I, I help parents to see that the reason that child is behaving this way is because you didn't give them a choice. You didn't say, um, okay, you can stay at this school but we will have to commute, but we are moving. Um, or you can go to the new school where where we're located. What do you think would work? And I just feel like, because you want, especially with teenagers, you want to have buy-in from them. And if you just make decisions without their input, then they feel like they have no control. And then what ends up happening is they don't go to school. They end up not going to school, right? Because they had no control or... They, they didn't want that decision and nobody asked them for their input, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where I, I feel like we have to look at too. Are we, are we controlling and not considering our children's thoughts and feelings about big things, the big events in their lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, giving choice, even in a, in, even in a separation situation, like how, how yeah. many days, yeah. right? Yeah. Like how many days do you want to stay with dad? How many days do you want to stay with mom? What what do you want the schedule to look like? Like these are the things we 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 need to give our children some control because their lives are pulled apart. Right? Their home lives have changed. Yeah, yeah. Wherever Absolutely. I mean, this links in to the importance for me as well, the importance for families to have a rhythm and routine as well um doesn't have to be set in stone life's not like that but the, but it, it links because by having rhythm and routine you a, a child does have more of a sense of control more as of a sense of safety and security and they Absolutely. yes involve them sometimes in do you want to do this or that and yes. give them some choices uh, so that yeah you're not the one calling the shots but at the same time you know you are as the parent you are the leader and you're kind of in a leadership role absolutely absolutely yeah. I am all for parent leadership I'm just not for parent controlling <laughs> yeah you know because yeah. Our, yeah. our children need to feel empowered um, and when they we give them opportunity to make decisions then we're building them up with self-esteem and and they can feel good about, oh, I, I get to have some input, you know, in the family, you know? Yeah. So that's that's really good. But yeah. So oh, it's this, so good. Yeah, right. Okay. So um, so base camp, we have to look at base camp and we have to, we have to be aware as parents, what could be causing this hyper-controlling behavior? And I love that you're using the word hyper-controlling behavior instead of bullying, because I just think there's a lot of stigma with bullying. Um, but this hyper-controlling behavior is is more neutral and <laughs> not so shaming, you know? A bit more neutral, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I do really, really like that. And I, I like that you encompassed, like, all of the ways it can present itself, you know? 
um, because there's yeah. many, many ways. It's not just about hitting or name calling. Um, you know, you you touched on so social isolation. Um, I see that in high school, the social isolation. Yeah. And, yeah. Pe you know, people sometimes don't think of that as bullying, but that actually is bullying, right? That is a hyper-controlling behavior. It is, um, yeah. Yeah. And then just, um, yeah. So so there's so many, so many ways. Okay, so... So just uh, just a, a recap of the of the four things that you brought up that I think are so so important. Um, slow everything down because your your child is hyper controlling, hyper right. Mm -hmm. Got energy, this energy that needs to be calmed down. And as a parent, you got to be calm mm -hmm. uh, to be able to handle it effectively. And then we we have to we have to just um, remember that they're our child and that we love them and we separate the behavior from the child, right? Because th they are not just that behavior, right? And uh, there are times when they are not hyper controlling and they behave well, and we have to remember that and recognize that right but they need help in this moment because they're feeling overwhelmed or anxious right so so we have to help them with the anxiety and the overwhelm part and then we have to um we have to take a look at and be aware of all that could all the factors that could be contributing to this hyper controlling behavior so we need to say, are they are they are they stressed out because they don't have a moment of rest because they're we in all, all need, activities. We need those we all need those pressure valve moments every day. Yes. Every day. Yeah. And, so you know, if if they're not getting that, then that's yeah, that's instantly something that you can you can make some changes to. And, and would you I, get I, mean, I work okay. with parents to look at how they can um how they can reduce the 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 amount of stuff in that cup that reduce that overload but i also look at what they can in, like increase doing proactively to help the child feel more safe and secure and connected to them right. and and you know maybe i think a lot of that is relevant to part 2 when we talk about how how to support a child might be on the receiving end of these behaviors yes. so we can we can touch on more of that then okay uh, i would love if we have time for, to mention um things that this that you can do with the school try and get the school to get involved and 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 support because obviously they're spent spending a lot of time at school yes some of these yes. behaviors are happening at school yes okay so yes please share yeah. What, what, um, what we great well in a nutshell you definitely want to talk to the school about behavioral strategies that they put in place that's going to help your child so not punishments proactive things that they can do including okay. seeing how they can have a little bit more control over their days what we want for these children is to give them a sense of mastery over something for them to feel successful and good at something more often yes. they may well not be getting that feeling 
Yes. Now, depending on the temperament of your child, there'll be different things that will really help them. And I can give some examples, but some children actually need every day, like a daily dose of um, physical work, a little daily dose of heavy, challenging work for their bodies. Other Mm -hmm. children, they might benefit more from more body movement and dance Mm -hmm. and things like that. So there's just a few ideas there, but again, yes. I could talk about it for ages. Yes, that's the that's the body mind connection, right? And yes. getting the endorphins going, um, and it helps just to calm everything down. That's yeah. amazing. You know, if you have a, if you have a child that's that's hitting or throwing things as part of their behaviors in, in, at school, yes. is there an opportunity for them to do that safely anywhere? Yes. There's an energy that needs to get out of their body through their arms or through their legs, you know. Yes, yes. Thinking, thinking outside the box about the child's needs. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I love those strategies. Okay, Joe, tell parents where they can find you and how they work with you. Absolutely. Yes, you can find me on uh, Instagram at InvisibleThreadPC or Facebook. Okay. Okay. Uh, my email is joe at invisiblethreadpc.com. Perfect. Okay, right. so I I will include your links with the show notes. So parents, Please you yeah, you can take a look at uh, Joe's work and you can reach out to her as well. Um, we are here for parents, both of us. <laughs> so thank you so and much. And there is Joe. a link in there, Anne. There's a link in there to a free mini video series from Great Parenting Simplified about how to how to use the stress as a parent to help you parent in a better way. So I love check that, that one out. I yeah. love that so much. Thank you so much, Joe. I learned so much myself. <laughs> so I wow, really that's fantastic. Yes, yeah. Yes. I love I love the remove the behavior from the child. I love that. That's so good. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you so much. I look forward to our, our next episode together. We will do a part two parents. Um, so please stay tuned for the part two. And I thank you, Joe, so much for, for coming today. Uh, I think the parents, this is going to be very helpful for you. Um, and uh, I appreciate, I appreciate your time. Uh, and I just want to say parents, um, you know, we we learned a couple things like slow everything down, remove the separate the behavior from your child, uh, and take a look at base camp. These are all the tips that Joe gave us. They are so helpful. Um, so stay tuned for next time, parents. You know I love you. Take care. Bye. Bye. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.